You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Shabbos Kodesh, the last one of Tough Shin Pepe's, this must be Rizcha Daraisa, uh, and I'm here with Rabbi Yosef, Gavriel Bechofel. Rabbi Yosef, I don't know if people are going to be listening to this Erev Rosh Hashanah, during Yemei HaTshuva, series Yemei HaTshuva, but uh, I think both of us were very um, taken by the wide range of responses that we're getting from people, and of course, the, everyone who listens, and from Talmidei Chachomim Muflogim, Mechabri Svorim, to wonderful Balabatim, who sat and learned in Yeshiva and Eitayr, and people who who are uh, able to get through a piece of Gemara, but still enjoy hearing us, uh, including all my yeshivish words and yours and all our shuckling. They seem to enjoy it. So again, a wonderful akoros hatayv to to all our, uh, our, our listeners. Uh, as Dean Martin used to say, uh, keep those cards and letters coming in. Um, keep on giving us uh, feedback because we will try to adjust the program and uh, to, to anything you want. And, and, and we've we've gotten quite a bit uh, about uh, about some of the subjects we talked about, and we'll to get to them after after Yom Neroyim, after the, the Yom Neroyim. Uh You're going to be uh, functioning as the Rav of the uh, Palisade Shul, right, for Rosh Hashanah? It's a sham. Uh-huh. Uh, and I also am uh, the uh, basic Rav for the Adas Asfardim in Elizabeth for Rosh Hashanah. Um, so how many times they have you? How many times you expect you to speak during Rosh Hashanah? Uh, three or four. Uh-huh. Fourth key. I, count, I counted five. Two each. Fourth key is twice. Each evening, twice. Right. Naturally, gonna do every evening. Naturally, gonna do all of them. At least the first night, and then back the next night. So we'll see. Play mm-hmm. Right, because then it turns out to be five because you get. Right. Um, you know, you have uh, the, you have the, the evenings, and you have, which is basically three. And then you have the two before the tekiyos. Uh Have you got stories ready, or what are you going to do? I don't know. I I, I have Sunday to prepare my, my <laughs> wife. You're as my bad as me. Is, You're as bad as me. Wife, it. Yeah. My wife is going to Detroit for us, trying to be with her mother. So uh, there's not going to be much going on here. So I have all of Sunday. Okay, but you understand how important it is to get that those stories interwoven with your with your drosh. Even even though the Anche Palisades is a is Tamida uh, Chachamim, people who have learned, people who have been, but uh, you know you need. Uh, yeah. How are you at storytelling? Because I don't, I, I don't see that as your. Um, yeah, of course. You uh, just brought that up in order to taunt me on there because you know it well. <laughs> I'm not good at storytelling. Very nice. That's very good meet us in your part. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe I'm giving. I you hope a our listening audience appreciates <laughs> about Rom's display of Midas Tzayvay by bringing up what he knows is one of my weaknesses. It's Is good it, for me to have a Muslim. Wait, 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 wait. My storytelling acumen. Oh, 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 one, one second, hold on. You know, a, le- a leopard is not going to change his spots. Uh, a a Bechafer is not going to become a Kivalevich. We understand that. But but here's the, here's the thing. Maybe maybe you have to work to your strengths. In other words, um, uh, if if stories don't work, um, you know, you have to do a joke, a humor. I mean, you, you we we know that both of us know that no matter how sophisticated the audience is, uh, they want to hear something that touches their 
sympathetic nerves, something that gets them uh, in an emotional way. Um, and, and even though we, you, right, so, so how do you, what, do you have an eights on that? I mean, a, a very strict time limit. I was told that the, the night drushas can, should be six minutes would be the best. And maybe there'll be Michael uh, a little bit more, possibly to 10. And the daytime should only be 12 before the tekiyas. I, 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 I understand that they diving six minutes after they finish Mincha, or there's just a break without the... Well, also, they're going to be, they're going to go through the auctions of selling the Aliyahs and, and the Kibudim. I don't know. Is Anche Palisades do auctions? This is the first time they did Rosh Hashanah, so I'm not sure if they're going to do I assume it's like this. No, but, but, but here's the point. They, the, the presidents and the Gaboyim, this is where they assert their power, which is Rabbi, make it six minutes. Rabbi, make it ten minutes. You don't obviously you don't have that type of uh, imposition upon you with Anche Palisades, right? No. Yeah. So this is. But this they is, probably know you already. That's why they have to impose uh, <laughs> well, uh, limits. Yeah. Again, just just like Rischa, there are people that like it when I go off script. Right? There's others that say it was too long. You know, you can't please everybody. Unfortunately, the people who who sort of pay the bills, they're the ones who you have to answer to. So I am going to have to work hard uh, to make everything compact and to the point. One thing that you you don't do that you mentioned how proud of her that you weren't is perhaps write out the drasha, have it written out so you could say it from a from a text. You're not going to do that for sure right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I, but I, I, are you this? Are these paradigm mamash? These are Dota Mizrach. You do this for. Okay, so let's let, let's be honest. Outside of the real rich Sephardic enclaves in Brooklyn and Lakewood and other places, basically these 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 little towns that have collection of non Ashkenazim, they're all grouped together. There's Moroccans, there's uh, Iraqis, um, there's Iranians, there's uh, from Mitzrayim, uh, even Afghanistanis and others, and 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 one or two Syrians as well. Uh, so they're all mixed together. So that that gets called "quote unquote" Sfardim Adat Mizrach, uh, and um, that's and I've I've heard the same thing is true in Fairlawn and other places. So yes, it's 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 a it's a mix, and uh, you know I, I I am I I need to bone up on the Yalkut Yosef or Chacham Avadius Psalkim because that that's just every year. Okay, so uh, I still have to bone up on it. I still have to remember exactly, you know, his kpedas and how he's mocked on things, and that's that's what they want to hear. The other day, I, I when you know, in my non posik hat, I told them to do something, and they said, "Chokhamavadia, says different." When when you get set up as rov, and the question involved is an inyan of hanhoge, it's an inyan of it's not to be matel trefus, to matel trefus. It's not that nobody's going to be something they're chayv kodesh for. If you're wrong, the the chiyuv of the oilam is to be makabel and to come over later, not to push back. As we get a more learned balabatim, uh, and you might get that in Anshe Palisades too, where you're going to say a certain ayra, and someone's going to say, wait, 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 uh, that's not what it, that's not what Rabbi Yoshev says, or that's not what it says in the Klevitz Alochis, that's not what uh, it says here in the Piskei Chuvais. So it, it could happen, right? I don't know if it's happened to you yet, but it could. 
Nope. It hasn't. I guess you've never, you've never, you've never misstepped. But to me, it wasn't a misstep. To me, the question is like this: When you are the rov of uh, of a situation, whether it's the rabbi for Yom Neroyim or the rov, Balabatim have to understand that if it's that we're not talking here about the rabbi Shalom being manish you, if if you're going to say that kaddish because the rov told you you should. As I always think about the chacham tzvi, I always think about uh, here he was. Uh, uh, his name was Ashkenazi. You couldn't get more Ashkenazi than him, right? And yet, the Deirei Deiris will always be known by the Steller he had to take because he had to be the rub of Nesfardim in Amsterdam. To me, it's almost like a I would see the G'dayle Ador were almost like smiling at the time of the Chacham Tzvi. <laughs> He's the one that got the job by the Franken. He got the job by this part of Chacham Tzvi, Chacham Tzvi. But, uh, you know, I, I, I find it uh, really uh, interesting that, uh, that uh, you know, his Hoiro is, he was a Moira Hoiro in, uh, for all the Ashkenazim, and he was the Rav of the Sephardim, and the Sephardim understood that. Yeah, so why talk they take he was Rav and not somebody from Medot Mizrach? The answer again is what I said earlier. If it would be a big community where they would have uh, the wherewithal, then in economy they could probably bring in some uh, some shooter. But it's a lot it's a lot less expensive to take somebody who lives in the community and is one of them. The other thing is, I think they realize that that I do have a, a relationship with them, as you probably are getting with Anche Palisades. And I think uh, the the of the drasha is, I think, tempered on Rosh Hashanah by the personal relationship you have with the people. Uh, people will be moichel if they like you. They'll be moichel even a little faux pas or a little bit of stumbling because they have harocha. And if uh, the same message, uh, it could be just, it's the yoyim of the coronation of the bayri it means it, could, it means more coming from someone that you have a connection to than someone who you're psychologically sizing that person up and saying, do I want to hear from this person? Do I really know him? Uh, you know, right? Somebody who's familiar, all that element of critique is jettisoned. And therefore you can really hone in on the message. And if you have a good relationship with that person, that person's message will mean something. And I think if you prove it throughout the year, and I think I've done that with my with my Svardim, uh, they call me up for Shilas, they call me up to to serve in many ways, to help them and other things, the Levias and other things. So I think if you have that relationship that the message is less important, you're still going to be judged. Believe me, they're still going to walk out saying the rabbi went too long. Oh, I didn't know if I did you like it. Were you listening? I fell asleep. But I think you can get away with more. And I think that's part of the reason why you go with someone um, you know who's 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 from from you, right? And I think that's that's that would, I would say the answer to that. Um, How many years have you been doing this? When I first came to Elizabeth, I decided yeah, I'm going to go to Ashkelon. Why was I going to Ashkelon? Because you're right uh, what? Because you're right smart. <laughs> no, so I'll tell that's you. That's why all of us go to Ashkelon. Me too. <laughs> so here was my, here was my rationale. Uh, for years, when I was teaching. I, uh, for years when I was teaching, I was getting up early. I was davening Vasikin because this way I could manage uh, in, in my high school that I worked for in Chicago, I could manage the minion. Otherwise, you know, I, I would miss Philip at Seabor. So uh, I was used to getting up early. And I figured, you know, the Ashkama minion is close enough to Vasikin, especially at certain times uh, during the year. So I started going there. Eventually, I felt, you know, Hashkam is all about finishing early <laughs> it's all about 
And I said, you know what, maybe I should look for something different. Um, and I was sort of draying around. And then I started davening in the youth minion. And, you know, I would daven in the back. Uh, I wouldn't ask for any specific things. I would put a talus over my head, maybe have a safer. Were there real youth there or there was just it's a euphemism? No, no, it was uh, so there, there was there was a couple of old guys like me, but there was also uh, there was a number of children, you know, and this was a good way for them. And and, and to me, this was a nice place to, uh, uh, to to sit at a table and have a safer when I wanted to look. When I not, not during Kazarza shots, not during the Korea, but in other times. <laughs> One time, there was a no. I I, I am very I am Nizar on that. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very mocked on that. I am. Um, so one time, um, there was a bar mitzvah boy who, uh, uh, lamed and, um, it, it might've been the week, uh, after his bar mitzvah and he probably knew his parsha, but the week after he did not know that parsha at all. He, and, and his mother came to hear him. And he butchered every single word. I mean, every other word was butchered completely. And I had to speak up. So, you know, it was like the laning wouldn't have been Yoitzi to any of the days. Anyway, the mother who was trying to shep Nachas, instead of realizing that her son was woefully unprepared, completely shouldn't have been laning, instead saw this old guy in the back that, that, that embarrassed her son by correcting him to the point that, so I got a talking to from the rabbi of the show and said, look, you shouldn't be diving there anyway. I said, okay, so where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Where? <laughs> what should I do? So that was one thing. I was a man without a pie. Um, so I started going to the Sephardim. But the Yomim Naroyim becoming their Rav happened um, at when I broke my leg in, in uh, 2000, broke my ankle in 2009. And... Um, I was, uh, it was a very difficult time. And I think we were talking about it, how difficult that was. Uh, and um, I, uh, it was on, I couldn't even go to show on Yom Kippur because we're waiting for a special call from a, uh, one of the biggest doctors in New York uh, who would perform the surgery on the ankle because it was misdiagnosed. And, but I wanted to come to, uh, to Mincha Neila, and I, I, I think some, I think somebody put me, they put me in a wheelchair, and I came to Mincha Neila, and of course I had had this, this, this broch and this tsar, and I was wheeled in, and with the Sephardim, you couldn't even jump on crutches. You just got in a wheelchair. Um, I, I think I got onto the crutches when I got into, into the, into the, into the shul. And with the Sephardim, because they're makbid based on the hero of the Shulchan Aruch and Chacham Avadia, they're makbid on Yom Kippur to, to Birchas Kehanim while it's still Yom. And of course, you still have to wait until Moitzi Yom Kippur, especially in Elizabeth, where they, they don't want anybody eating earlier than anybody, any other place. So there was about, they, they, Ne'ila was much earlier, and it ended earlier. So you had about 25 minutes that you needed to fill the time. And that's where I, unprepared, uh, but with a whole oitzer of Chassidish Asfarim, Chassidish Asfarim and stories, uh, I got up there and spoke post-Ne'ila, which I think is probably the hardest thing to do. But before Ne'ila is the easiest. Post-Ne'ila, after everybody's already screamed their lungs out, and somehow 
it was magical. It was lightning in a bottle. And that really sealed the deal. So I, it was one thing being this, you know, a, a curmudgeon and correcting this kid and the, and the anger and the ire of this mom. And the other thing was uh, the, the tsar and the bruch of my broken ankle and my going to that place where I wouldn't have to be lifted up because it was on the same floor. It was on one, it was on the first floor because that was the only place I could go. That cemented those two, the, the, those, those, that cemented my, my connection. So, and Baruch Hashem, look, it's, it's, it, bo, as both of us know, we'd rather be at the Breitel than being on the other side, right? No? Uh, uh, right? It's, it's, as, whatever the job is, it's better, we'd rather have the job than, uh, than be sitting in the audience. I think both of us will agree on that, on that point. Probably, that sounds right. You know, it's an achrayas, but yeah, it's a ship. But again, um, one thing that um, a lot of my friends do is that they write up their droshes and they keep them. Uh, and they, they uh, uh, do you keep, do you, have you been writing your droshes up? I know you write everything else up. Do you write up your droshes no, afterwards? No, no. I hear somebody, some, some, hopefully your son, who I think is, is your son connected to this minion? Yeah, but he was not going to write them up. Oh, he's not gonna he's not gonna write them up like and 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 have like a collection of my father's drushes that he gave no. at Ajay Palisades. Maybe hint to him that would make that would make a good safer. A posthumous, a good posthumous safer. <laughs> you never know. Like, oh, we discovered the drushes that were said yeah, from, from Yeah, this was a, this was during the Palisade You never know. It might be it might be considered a a, a tremendous find. Uh, 40, 60, 70 years from now. Okay. <laughs> Keep it in mind. <laughs> um, well, I, I appreciate being interviewed by you today because many people think it's your show and I know that you still say my podcast. Will you please change that already and say uh, on your blog, will you please say not my podcast because it's not yours. I don't say my podcast. Yes, you do. My podcast. If you go to your blog and you click for this, for links it says my podcasts oh that's terrible oh oh i've told this many times on record already so (laughs) (laughs) i i don't mind you calling it your our podcast despite all the effort i put into it and and editing and and, uh, and uploading etc but at least put me in there as as say our podcast or my podcast with kivalevich okay you know, I, I still remember everybody, all the early letters to you saying, uh, I don't I don't agree with the interviewer. <laughs> I don't agree with one person I think wrote, I don't, inter- I don't I, whoever that quote unquote, right, I do want to tell you that somebody called me up and said, I really liked Bechoffer's article about Chaim Kadievsky, despite the bald faced plug for his Yershalmi shear that was in there. <laughs> I said said it was a ball place plug. I said if I, I wrote if I may engage in some shameless self promotion, I like yes. to promote my uh, show me. I wrote that explicitly. Yes, I know. I know. It's, it's always good to cover ago. your tracks. It's um, always good for someone. And uh, in the Dafyoimi, uh, and it's the Gemara at the end of Amadir. Yeah. And so, like, went to Ganadin alive. Right. That's how Rishon Levi gets into Ganadin alive. Yeah. And um, the Gemara, though, how does the Gemara get talking about Rishul Ben Levi and his his incredible journey and what he was able to do? I always find that people don't remember the connecting tissue. Here's the connecting tissue. Uh, we it was talking about Mumin 
that are considered uh, grounds to uh, for a divorce, demand a divorce on the woman's part. And what this is, is the uh, the mum, uh, the illness that's called balirasso. Uh, and based on the way the Gemara describes, and I'm sure uh, this has already been developed by Chokrim and Dr. Felix and whoever, uh, and, and they're trying to figure out what this is, what this machla is, but it definitely seems to be a disease that's very difficult. It, 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 people suffer mental uh, a mental breakdown from it. Uh, it, it it's a, it's a sheretz in the moyach, uh, and it, it, there's an operation that the Gemara describes uh, about that and how you're able to extract it. But the Gemara asks uh, a couple. The Gemara says, "How do, how does one get this?" And the Gemara says it happens after um, it happens after uh, what was a standard medical procedure at the time, or uh, when people would go to their doctor to get akaza Saddam and then engage in uh, in sexual union afterwards. That would the children would be uh, unfortunately struck with this disease that was a terrible one, a terrible one to the point uh, that. Um, you know, the Gomorrah describes it, uh, that you're a person is that um, um, uh, your your eyes are constantly tearing, uh, your nose is constantly, uh, mucus is, is coming out of your nose, uh, your mouth, you have spittle coming out of your mouth, there's flies all around you. It's really someone, and besides his mental uh, inability to, to probably converse and be involved with him, uh, it's something that's meus. And and that's why, of course, the, the, you can you can sue for divorce, and it's a punch you're going to get it. And, and the Gemara actually says that um, the Gemara mentions some of the greatest people. For example, Gemara mentions uh, Reb Zayra, that, and we know that Tzidkas Reb Zayra, uh, Reb Zayra's Tzidkas mentioned often through Shas, his Tzidkas, his Mesiras Nefesh for Lima Atayra, but also his Tzidkas about uh, in, in so many matters. Come Rabbi Mishochet Reb Right, but Rabzera was so worried about the Bali Rasan, he didn't want to sit downwind from that. Uh, Rabbi Lozer, who was the Godel Ador, uh, became the Godel Ador with Rabbi Yechon together, but he wouldn't go into a room with the Bali Rasan. Ravami and Ravasi, I mean the Yisoides of Shas, Ravami and Ravasi, they were so big, um, they were so worried about the the Machla of of Rasan uh, that uh, they made Phil Murphy and. And, and and all the other, and Coco and all the people were worried about all the COVID restrictions, sound like they were uh, evil can evil. What did they do? They wouldn't eat eggs that came from a neighborhood that had Bali Rasa in it. But the Gemara then says about Yeshua ben Levi, that the Gemara uses this lotion, that he and Rashi says, Mikrachu is like karach, like, 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 like we have like the word karach in the sandwich by the Seder. He actually was dovic to them. He actually made as close as he could to them. And he would learn Now Rashi gives you the, the impression that, that maybe they couldn't hop, but they were next to him. He, they knew what he was doing. They knew he was the great Talmud Chacham. And he, he learned. He wanted them there. He wanted them to know that he was connected. And may, I, I assume he would talk to them. He wouldn't treat them like just like mannequins and not speak to them. He probably was teaching them. 
Yeah, Mistama, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't so so he was as much as they probably had mental uh, uh, inabilities to comprehend, despite how difficult in their smell and other things, Ravashi was teaching these 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 Hevra Taira. And the Gemara says that um that uh Ravashi says, of course, he says, if Torah is Yavashevo, Agunave Magna. If, if we, we know we, we talked about Yavas Chayin uh, when we were talking earlier that you have to have Chayin with your congregants. Talmid Chachamim, if they're Erech Talmid Chachamim, they're Moistich Chayin by by Balabatim. You would hope, but uh, of course he says Torah was definitely Megan on me, and that of course is what the Gemara says is the reason why um, when he, the Malachamavis wanted to take him. He was able to trick him or whatever, however you understand Pshat and Gemara, but he was he was able to to get that source of going into Ganeid Bahim without suffering Misa, without suffering, you know, what we talk about in the uh, in the Piyat of Rosh Hashanah, and all, all the terrible ways we fear death, Rabbi Shuab and Levi didn't have to fear them at all. And in a way, he perhaps didn't even go through Misa in the same way. Now the Gemara says that uh, a, a number of lines later, the Gemara speaks about Hanina Bar Papa. And then Hanina Bar Papa felt because somehow they knew Baruch HaKadosh what had happened to Yeshua ben Levi, he felt he should be Zaycha to the same thing. And he made this very bold statement, Hanina Bar Papa, there, everyone, Malachim, look, and even though he wasn't a Kayan, he wasn't Makayim, all those mitzvahs, but he learned about them. He did everything that he could to be in Gansan Makayim Kolatei Rakuva. Omar Lei. So they said, Mi Echrachtach Babali Rasim. Did you do that? And I was thinking, this was just two days ago. And, and, and I was thinking, what an incredible message it is for when we, we try to be Marvis and and we think about it. It's very easy, Rabbi Yosef. I know that uh, that both of us uh, have orachim, and and we know that it isn't always um, it isn't always easy uh, to have these orachim the way we want them. It isn't always so posh. Um, uh, and we know that some orachim demand a lot more. People have orachim during yom yom Tovim. And it's easy to have an ayreach that's a gishmaka conversationalist. It's easy to have an ayreach that'll that'll that you that you just love and 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 and, and helps <laughs> helps clean the table, uh, brings tremendous uh, magdonim uh, is gishmak. But then you have we know we have arachim, we have people in our community that are like bali rason. Nobody wants to handle with that. They're people that that, that take up your time. Is that you have to you have to be soivil, and and, and 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 we shirk our responsibility in this way. It, and, and many times it's easier to do chasadim with people that are obviously uh, in a difficult matzah than the ones that are somehow that need just you to, to be shemeya. So I think when when we hear about 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 what we want our schuyas to be, the type of life. Not just the death, but the type of life, the type of scar that we want for the Bani Shalom to give us. We have to look at that, you know, not not so much the the superpower of Yeshua ben Levi that he's able to outsmart the Malacham of us, but that's host that he had of his his acta b'ba'iraso. Um, and I think that's something that uh, again, I'm not a big believer in Dafyoyimi, but boy, <laughs> that's a wonderful message for people to hear. Uh, so it is, and we know it is. I think the fact that Chazal understood 
that it came from a misuse and not understanding of of refuas. Uh, I, I think often we were poiteach with the with refuas, and we sometimes don't realize that the that the refuas themselves can sometimes lead to to machlas that the not understanding whether it's self-medication or whatever it is. I think we we, we have to realize how Kach Baruch Hu is right, and we also have to realize the type of Zahiris we need to take when it comes to this. You know, we live in a, an era that everything's on the internet and we're able to, to figure out whatever can work. Um, and we have plenty of doc in the boxes telling us things. Here we see that that these this type of machla uh, that is so debilitating, it's considered almost the worst it could come really from from a simple, simple easy heroes in 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 recognizing how the fuas have to have to have to work out. Uh, as the Ramban says, you know, you know, if there are people who are in the Madregas, you know, the Ramban and Parshas Mishpotet, that he can be an Azam Madrega that that's 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 an that's very, very difficult Ramban. Everybody, you know, tears their hair out over it. But you I know think, the and the collar on Yom Kippur is true or not true? I think that there are enough variant versions of the story um, that indicate to me that it was definitely uh, he definitely. In other words, did he drink? Did he act just make kiddish? Did he say yes? I, I believe it's I believe it's true. It's, there's too many too many versions of it. Uh, the best part of the story is, of course, as you know, is that when the rabbonim of and this I think is a good way to end and it connects. Us to, the, to, to them uh, when the Rabbonim called him in for chutzpah for not being Messiahs with them and they said that you, maybe you were right but the fact that you went ahead on your own and as a young man issued this psaq and you went to the you went to the shoals and did this you know that is what we're going to call you in for and and he said to them that if you do he says what I'm going to do is I'm going to summarily uh, deconstruct all your hayros and hetherim that you've given over the last, I don't know, accumulated years, and I'm going to show to the tzibor all the mistakes that you have made in all your psokim. And that's something we mentioned here about Lashon Hara, if you remember, I mentioned about Rabbi Sol Salantra of Aaron saying that Rabbi Sol Salantra is kpeda on, on telling yeah, people Chaim. No. that he, Chavetz Chaim, Disagree. The Chavetz Chaim put into the Shemira Saloshan that you should t- ask people mechila and that you're. Oh only, right, right, right. right. Yeah. But Rabbi Yisrael Salanter refused to give Haskoma on the Sefer Chavetz Chaim because of this Hayra in the Bear Maim Chaim and in the Sefer based on Rabbi Yoyna. So when they asked Rav Aaron Kotler, um, how could Rabbi Yisrael dinsach with Rabbi Yoyna? He said, "In Musel, Rabbi Yisrael is given Arisha." So And I would say, based on what Rav Chaim said, and I heard this, um, Rav Chaim, uh, I heard this from Rav Nota and from others, that um, that there was there was four in, in the door before Rav Chaim that All the she, everyone, Beis Halevi was one of them, but Rav Yisrael Salanta was also. The, uh, there's a machlekes on the other two who they were. Um, but uh, some say it was the the Malbim. Some say it was Rebbe Lezer Leishaharowitz. That's what Rav Nota said he heard. Was Rebbe Lezer Leishaharowitz. Was David Kalina? David Kalina was in the Dora of Rav Chaim. Talking about the Dora before. The, 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 the there were four that had the 
the the the of Arisha. They had that type that Azoy Gazok that they were the Brunishon put that up in the Bima and the Shul and Yom Kippur when the Vilna when there's cholera outbreak and he made he said made Kiddush Barabim and Mazoinus according to the story in order to people should know he also did more than that which is he he told them. To, he sent out the Michtav to be Mamayat in the Piyutim, to be Mamayat and, and to walk around, and that everybody. We still do. Still Mamayat in the Piyutim today. <laughs> yeah, well, in those days, people understood him and they, and they enjoyed it. But to actually spend time walking around, uh, to go out outside and uh, do whatever it was that, that would, would generate uh, health. I mean, everybody quoted it during the throes of COVID. Thank Rav Yosef Gavriel for taking the interviewers today. Uh, I, I think, you know, the show really started off with me interviewing you, but uh, as a joke, but I think we sort of have, uh, I think we, we realized that it's a, uh, it's a, I'm going to let you do the intro, I think, uh, despite your lack of storytelling. <laughs> the listeners are Yosef Gavriel and, um, and I guess the Ramayor Shapiro for today's. We thank Ramayor Shapiro for coming up with the Tavi Avi. We have to thank Ramayor Shapiro. Um, um, I also, of course, have to be mockered to what allows me uh, every Arab Shabbos, mostly, most, uh, most Arab Shabbos, that, of course, is uh, the the wonderful people here at Abel's and Hyman, A&H, um, who are incredibly dedicated to give you the very best possible uh, meats and, as they say, provisions, but it really is incredible stuff in terms of roast beef, corned beef, servalots, um, any sort of uh, type of food that can not only be a main course, but could also be parts of your forspeisen in your Yom Narayim, whether it's for Rosh Hashanah uh, and beyond. Uh, that's true, but the mashmanim the mashmanim of A and H aren't they are low and much lower in fat than others, but they definitely have the geschmack that other meats lack. It's consistently people tell me that since I've been listening to this and buying them, I'm so so happy about these products. And of course, there's nothing wrong with a good old hot dog that uh, A&H is able to do. Uh, and, and by supporting them, not only are you getting a great product, but you're also supporting uh, a, a, a company run by Shlemri Tudor Mitzvahs, uh, who are uh, dedicated, again, to keeping their prices in line. And again, I, I, I have to be Mark Yertoyev and uh, to them as... All right. Take care, my friends. Be well. Okay. See you soon, Matoyeva. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.